Tonight is a healing night. And uh, how many know healing first works in the heart and then in the body? These things start on the inside. First we, you know, we get it on the inside and then immediately it affects the outside. When the inward man is moved, altered, changed, stirred, the outward part of us responds to that. Many times people miss it in this regard where they're looking for everything from the outside in. How many know that'll cripple a person's ability to like go to heaven? <laughs> if they're trying to just clean up their act and be a better person, well, you can never be a better, you can never be that good of a person to merit the kingdom of God, to merit heaven and eternal life. What happens? Well, Jesus said you must be born again. In other words, there must be an inward conversion, an inward change, and then that reflects uh, uh, immediately and over time. It reflects in outward changes, in outward actions, in a in a different lifestyle. Uh, but it does it does not work the other way around. A person doesn't clean up their life, and if they do it long enough and strong enough, then then Jesus comes into their heart. <laughs> no, some things only come by by a change of belief. And when someone alters and puts their faith in God, and it's internal, then there is a natural reaction to that that's external. And so tonight, as we're talking about healing, and, and are going to minister, well, have already started now, ministering to the physical body, my goal, my desire, is not just to minister to your body, but to minister to your inside, Minister to your spirit and your mind, your soul. To minister to the inside of you because I know once those things are taken care of and once everything there is aligned and everything is right, the outside is easy. The outside is like Play-Doh. You just kind of make it whatever you want it to be. Amen. <laughs> Not too soft though. If you brought your Bible with, with you, go with me to Psalms 107, the 107th Psalm. And I want to read a few verses over here. I believe this will help, uh, help us to receive what God wants us to receive. How many know the Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever? We're not actually trying to get Him to change tonight. We're not even actually trying to get God to act we're not trying to get Him to do something. We are simply allowing His grace to take care of everything. We're allowing the Spirit of God to move freely and do what, he's already, what He always does, what is, what is normal and natural in the character and grace of God. And so we're just aligning ourselves with this. Psalm, the 107th chapter, notice with me in verse 11, 107, verse 11, because they rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High, therefore He brought down their heart with labor. They fell down and there was none to help. Thank God for verse 13. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and He saved them. Out of their distresses, he brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their chains in pieces. 
Praise God. How many know crying out to God is an act of submission? It's an act of humility. Uh, when, when they turned from their rebellion against God's words, they were delivered. But what got them in their predicament? They rebelled against the words of God. How many know the words of God are of, are of primary importance to the whole relationship with God that we so enjoy? I can't have a relationship with God if I ignore what He says, if I don't heed the words that He speaks. I must highly value what He says because that comes from who He is. They rebelled against the words of God and reaped the repercussions of that rebellion. And they fell into hard times. But again, thank God He's so merciful and kind. They cried out. They called on the name of the Lord, which is what? Which is saying, uh, I'm not, I can't do this on my own. I was wrong when I ignored you before. Now I'm inviting you back. Now I'm, now I'm desirous that you would come back into my life. I should have listened. I should have believed. I should have done it your way. I didn't, but Lord, help me anyway. And how many know we serve a good God? And he helped them anyway. And because, but, but their, their turning was, uh, was a, 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 a turning point. It was a key factor in God bringing deliverance into their life. They recognized that them not heeding the words of God, that, that when they rebelled against the words of God, that that resulted in them being in a hard place. All right. How many know that's important for us to acknowledge that it's not God's fault? That it's not His issue. If you're struggling in your body, God didn't do it to you. It's not, his, it's not His desire. It's not His will. If you were born with a condition, born with problems, that wasn't the plan of God. That wasn't His best. That wasn't His will. He's working. In fact, He worked before you and I even were born so that we could be free of that. Now, unfortunately, many times people don't know. They don't know what's available to them. They haven't been told the good news. They haven't been preached the gospel. They've been given, you know, all kinds of misrepresentation of God's will, His love, His plan, of even things called the gospel or absolutely not the gospel. In fact, we are warned in the book of Galatians, to, uh, they were, and so by extension us, but they were warned not to uh, trade and, and believe a different gospel from what they had already heard. Which is not really a gospel, which is because gospel means good news. And, and, and how many know, if it's not good news for, for you, uh, you ought to listen for a new message. Praise God. Anyway, uh, they cried out to the Lord. He heard them. They were delivered. Look down at verse 20, 107 and 20. He sent his, what? He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Think about that now. He sent His Word earlier. They rebelled against the words of God. And, and what did they get? Destructions. They got problems. They got hardships when they rebelled against the Word. They turned back. They called on the Lord. What did He do? He sent His Word and healed them. Isn't it interesting that there is healing connection connected to the words of God? 
God's word, sometimes people think God's words and it's only, only in their mind is he's telling me to do something I don't want to do. Or he's given me a, a, a correction of something that I'm, I've done wrong. Listen, whatever God's words are toward us, there is healing within those words. What, what do I mean by that? Even a word of direction, even a word of correction. Even a word uh, that, would, that would tell us what to do or what not to do. Those things have healing built into them because that's always what God wants. He's not talking to you and going to tell you to live a life in, in such a way that if you follow Him, you'll be miserable, you'll go downhill, you'll end up diseased and broke and sad and everything else. No, God's words are life. To those who find them. Come on now. God's words have something inherently within them. That lifts a person up. And so he sent his word before. And they didn't like it. Maybe because they didn't know there was life in his words. Maybe they didn't know there was health and strength within his words. Maybe they thought this word takes away from me. Instead of adds to me. When they didn't know God. But how many know we do know Him now? We know Him in Jesus. The perfect picture of the Father is Jesus in the flesh, walking on the earth. Come on now. And so we know that there are word, that there is life in His words. That's why we can see here He sent His word and healed them. Someone said, I don't really need a word. I need healing. Someone might think, what are you doing up there? I thought this was a healing meeting. You mean I have to be preached to first? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Huh? There's a reason why some have struggled in the past to receive things like healing from the Lord. And do you know why that is? One reason is because they didn't get preached to first. Or we could say taught the Word of God. They said, well, no, I just need to pray. No, you need to pray in faith. Someone said, I just need, I just need help. Just lay your hands on me. No, I need to work on the inside. Because he sent his word, he didn't send his hands. So that what, what about healing in hands? That works really well. <laughs> works really well but we need to understand the value the necessity of having heard from God when his words will penetrate your heart when his words will impact your mind give you an understanding on the inside then there is a natural flow of his grace and power through hands through prayers through the spoken word all these things flow naturally but that's why Jesus constantly went around in his ministry and he would teach the word. The Bible says he went about teaching, preaching, and healing. Teaching, preaching, and healing. He didn't just go around with a healing ministry. Didn't just run through town, pop, 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 you know, and just kind of smack as many people as he could and they'd all be raised up. No, 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 he didn't do that. You'll find on occasion when there was something kind of that looked similar to that, it was only one person that would get it. He'd go in and one person would get it and everyone else would be left in the same condition. But when he'd go in and preach and teach the word, he'd speak the words of God. Then we have accounts where the whole multitude was healed. Where everybody present was healed of whatever condition they had. 
Why? Because there's healing in the words of God. And when we'll speak the words, and, and right now I'm speaking the words, and, and when you, and you and I, when we're hearing and receiving the words, it makes something happen inside that allows the healing outside to be just real easy and natural. But the absence of knowing, this turns into some kind of, you know, it's almost like a magic thing. What, so what happens? You put hands on and, and people are just healed? You put hands on people who have something happening inside to the degree that they'll tear apart a roof to get in. They'll fight through a crowd with a, with a, a blood condition of 12 years. They'll do what the ordinary, the average person wouldn't do. They throw away the, 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 the cloak that represents their blindness and way of life. They, they, they snap the cane because they don't need it anymore. They, they, they get rid of things that identify them with the past and with their disease because something on the inside says, I'm changed. I'm different. I'll not be this way any longer. Amen. That's why we hear the words of God. He sent His word. So, so there's healing in the words of God. Literally, a spoken word can make a person well or can make a person sick. Spoken words have impact upon our lives to a, to a very strong degree. Many of us remember in days gone by, words that were spoken to us, some of them hindered us greatly because they influenced us in a negative way. Other words were spoken and they, they've carried us on for years. We've ridden on the, uh, on the strength of those words. And I tell you, just as a natural word of encouragement can help lift, I tell you, a word from God will rip out a cancer. A word from God will heal a retina problem. A word from God will give someone new skin. Because there's healing in His words. Look at Proverbs chapter 4. You're pretty close. Proverbs the fourth chapter. This is a popular passage. It's good. It's good. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20 reads this way. My son, give attention to my hands. Cline your ear to my arms. No, give attention to my, to, my, to my words. Incline your ear to my what? My sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. What, what, what do you mean? Just focus on what you say? Focus on your words, your sayings? Exactly. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. What is he talking about? The inside. Make sure your, the inside is right. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. I tell you what, this is how the Word of God works. It's life to people who find it. Someone said, that's not life to me. You haven't found it then. Because His words are life to those who find them. You know what they are? They are health to all their flesh. The, the uh, uh, New Living Translation reads this way, verse 22. For they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. The words do what? Bring healing to to their whole body. How can words heal someone's body? I mean, people spend many, many, 
multiplied gazillions of dollars to try to fix their bodies. And people spend so much time and energy and effort to try to do something physical to alter the condition of a person's bodies. And right here in this ancient book, we have the uh, the key to health. And he says, it's my words that will heal you. It's my words that will alter your body. Are you serious? I mean, I've been injecting myself and I've been pumping in the pills and cutting this off and, and, and putting this in. And, and I just need a word. You just need a word. A word from God will be more powerful than the, and more effective than the greatest surgery, than the greatest drug, than the most potent pill. I tell you what, a word from God changes everything. If the words of God can create a universe, if the words of God can breathe, if God could breathe life into a human being, uh, the words of God will set you free. One definition of this word, uh, uh, this word um, healing here or health to all their flesh, some translations actually use the word medicine. That God's word is like a is it will is like medicine to your flesh. Think about you think about that. Well, oftentimes when a when a person uh, takes medicine, how many know they take it over a period of time? You know, say like antibiotics or something like that. They take it every day or every so many hours or for a period of time, and some like till you die. <laughs> Keep taking this because it has a certain effect on on your body. Well, how many know that when we, when we view the words of God that way, that will alter us not just here and now, but long term. In other words, when, when I receive a word from God, and then I take it tomorrow too, and then I take it the next day, and then I take it the next day, and three months now, I'm still taking life into me. What do you mean life? I mean these words. I mean even in, in my spirit, in prayer, God speaks to me. Those are words from God. And my uh, accessibility to God's voice, Him speaking to me, what that produces is continual life, continual victory, continual health in me. Say, what what if I'm not having that? Well, it it could be an absence of hearing God's words. But here's the thing there. Let Let me say this in connection with that. Some people hear certain types of words from God. Because their heart is open to those types of words. Not every verse and scripture in the Bible, for example, deals with a person's physical healing. I mean, many, many, the scriptures deal with all aspects of life. And some, because of their training, because of their experience, are only open to, in their heart, certain words from God. And so I don't negate that and and despise those words they're open to because in that area, they are life to them. But unfortunately, some have been closed off, sometimes through wrong teaching, through failed experience, they have closed their heart off to certain types of words from God, and so their ears don't hear those words. Even some, maybe while I'm speaking, this is a little more challenging because it's a different kind of word, and it doesn't sound like it's God because you've been closed off to that type of word from God. What I'm trying to do is... 
crack that, that hard ground is to break it up. And if I can say it loud and if I can say it in a way that's shocking, I'll do so. I'll do anything to break up the ground of the heart so that it's not crusted over. So it's not hard and dull. So that God's words can penetrate because when they do, things flow naturally and easily. See, I don't want to be one who looks at the things of God. And when we talk about healing and these things, where my eyes just kind of glaze over when it comes to these subjects. And we might talk about forgiveness and, yeah. We might talk about fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. And I'm all aware, I'm all um, I'm open to these things when it comes to the power of God. Setting me free, it's just, you know, just, 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 just nothing there. Thanks. Uh, see, I want my heart to be open to all the words of God so I don't rebel against some. Now, now think about it. If there is healing in the words of God, then rebelling against them will bring infirmity. Yield to His word, healing. Rebel against his word, infirmity has opportunity to set in. Rebelling against God's words is rebelling against healing. If I don't receive certain words from God regarding this, I am turning my back on his power, on his healing power. Right on the other hand, submitting to God's words is submitting to or yielding to healing. See, pride is a heart condition that resists God and all that He brings. So this is why these things are so very important. Look over with me at Matthew chapter 13. Matthew the 13th chapter. Jesus over here, I want to just pull something out of the middle. He was teaching about the the sower, the farmer planting the Word of God. And he, he began to quote from Isaiah. We can read this from Isaiah as well. Uh, he began to quote from Isaiah in Matthew thirteen fourteen, And it reads this way, And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of this people has grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing. And their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. Now I want you to notice the connection that Jesus points to here. The connection between healing and seeing, hearing, understanding. If a person doesn't hear, if they don't see it, again, it's not talking about your physical eyes and your physical ears, but if they don't get it, if they don't understand it inside, that serves to block or be a hindrance to healing in their body. See how I'm going back to the beginning of this now? The inside affects the outside. If the inside doesn't get it, the outside doesn't get it. I don't need to focus on the outside getting it. I need to focus on the inside getting it. 
I don't need to focus on, uh, focus on can I move it? Does it work? Can I? No, I need to focus on seeing it in here. I need to focus on hearing it. Because if I hear the words, again, what do we mean by hear the words? Is it literally hearing? Yes, but to an end of inwardly hearing. To an end where we wouldn't be described as these people that have a dull heart. If I have a dull heart, then I have a difficult time being healed on the outside. Everybody with me today? So, what's the focus? Not the outside. Certainly, that's the, that's one of the goals. That's one of the the manifestations. But let's go back to let's go back to salvation again. How many know if a person wants to be saved, wants to have a relationship with God, wants to go to heaven when they die, they shouldn't focus on the outside. That's what religion will do for you. It'll tell you how to act, tell you what to do and what not to do, and then somewhere you hope the scale tips in your favor and you're a little bit better than bad. And then you're good. But how many know that's not true? That's not even close to true. You don't focus on the outside. We've never, and we give salvation calls on Sunday morning, we've never invited people, come down to the front and let us, let us give you 20 rules to live. And if you'll do these, you just might make it. <laughs> but how many know salvation does not work that way? It works from the inside. From the inside. Changed on the inside, that produces an outward change. Do we want an outward change? Yeah, but that's not the focus. Do we want an outward change in physical bodies here tonight? Of course. But that's not the focus. The way to get that is to get this. The way to get the outward change is to get the inward change. So what's my focus? I don't want to rebel against the words of God. I want to receive words from heaven Words from God. And that's what we're speaking here, by the way. I want to receive these words. And so I, I let them influence and affect my heart. Then out of that I live and I move and I act naturally. Yeah, we lay hands on the sick. Why? Because of what we know is correct. Because of what we know is real. Because we know of the power of God. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm all for a good feeling, by the way. Just like I'm all for dessert. <laughs> but how many know dessert is really not supposed to be the main thing at the meal? You can, you can take it or leave it. I mean, in life, you don't need the dessert, but it's sure nice when it's there. When it comes to, the, when it comes to the, uh, serving God and having a service and having a worship time, and uh, how many know I, we don't have to feel anything? We walk by faith and not by sight. But we still like it. I still enjoy feeling the presence of God. Oh, it's a wonderful thing. I'm enjoying His glory and His presence even, even now. But I tell you, if you don't feel a thing, if you feel as dry as last year's bird's nest, you know, if you feel just nothing, you're just as, you're fine. Because it's not about that. It may be that you're doing a real good job right now and you're seeing the more important things. You're seeing the inside. You're hearing the words of God. And watch, when you get focused enough, and that's all you hear, that's all you know, all you see is the will of God, the words of God. You're yielded to Him. By the time you start thinking about what you feel again, you'll notice that pain is gone. 
You'll notice that situation has already changed. You'll notice you gave place to the Lord by getting your eyes off the flesh. And so when a person has a dull heart, when they are hard of hearing and have closed their eyes, they will not understand and they will not be healed. That's why back in, in the Psalms we read about they rebelled against the words of God and it had serious repercussions. But when they turned back to the Lord, they repented. They called on Him for help. He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. And I, I tell you what, what should a person understand? If we're seeking open eyes, open ears, a heart of understanding, what does the Lord want us, want us to understand? He wants us to understand His great love for us. He wants us to understand His desire for our well-being, His power to heal, what Jesus did for us on the cross. I need to be fully aware and understand what He has done for me. Praise God. And then we know, you know Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 says, So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the words of God. Someone said, I'm just praying for the Lord to give me faith. Stop, stop, just listen. Did you hear that? Now you have faith. Did you hear his words? Faith rides on his words. So I'm having struggle, I'm struggling to believe. Stop focusing on that. Just hear his words. Faith is included in his words. It's a package deal. Amen. Every time God's words come along, there's a suitcase behind it. What's that? Faith. What do I need to do? I need to get more faith. No, you don't. Stop thinking about faith. Think about the word. What did God say? What is he saying to me? What does he want me to know? What is his will for my life? As I embrace that, there's the faith. It's already present. Hallelujah. Jesus uh, went about, like I said, teaching, preaching, and healing. And, and this kind of caught on. Multitudes would come around him. They would, they would show up in his meetings. Uh, Luke chapter 5 and verse 15 says, However, the report went around concerning him all the more, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. What did they come to do? They can't. Hmm? Huh? Huh? <laughs> They came to hear and to be healed. Why would they come to hear? Because there's life in the words. Because there's health in the words. Because when you hear it, the healing is easy. If you close your ears to the will and word and instructions from God, healing is hard. Healing is not normal, not natural. But you hear His words and He loves me. And Jesus took stripes for my healing. You hear God's power is available to me. I hear it. I got it. Done. Where? Everywhere. What do you mean everywhere? It's because I got it in here. Now it's done everywhere else by extension. It's, it came along. You know what I'm... That, that, am I a good actor here? Is that, that's the suitcase? Walking through the airport, you know, you're holding... All right. Charades, I don't know. Probably not good at that. 
stick to preaching. Thank you. <laughs> when a person comes to God, what will they hear? Will they hear doom? Will they hear despair? When you listen for the, to the Lord, are you going to hear, dude, you're stuck. You better, you better learn to live with this. <laughs> no, those are not the words because how many know there's, not, there's no healing in that word. There's no healing in that word. Say someone, how, how, how do you know what God's going to say? I know because of what he already has said. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God's words bring health. They bring life. They bring victory. His desire for you is that you be free. God's, uh, God's going to tell, tell us about what Jesus did. He's going to tell us how that we are already are healed. He's going he, to give us those kind of messages. So I want to yield to everything he says. Whether it's instruction to go, to do, to act a certain way. There's life in his words. Or whether it's just a message of how much He loves me. Of how, how Jesus died for me. How Jesus gave me His very best on the cross so I could have life. So I could be healed. Praise God. So what do you say? I mean, we, we've heard some of what the Lord says. What do you say about what the Lord says? He says you're healed. What do, what do you say? See, submission and yieldedness means we say the same thing. If God says, I'm well, and I, we can give you many scriptures on this. If God says uh, that by His stripes, by Jesus' stripes, we are healed or even were healed. If I say something different than that, I'm in rebellion. I'm exalting what I see, what I know, what I feel above the Word of God. That's pride. Amen. But if I say... It may not look like it yet, may not, and I may not feel anything yet, but Lord, I'm going to go ahead and go with you. I'm not going to rebel against your words. You said I have it. You said I am. You say I'm in the victory. You say I'm well. <laughs> I submit to you. Thank you, Lord. It is so. It is done. Oh, thank you, Lord. It is so. It is done. It is so. It is done. If your mind gives you trouble, keep saying it. What do you mean? Just keep telling them. Thank you, Lord. Uh, yes, I accept that. I believe that so. Oh, praise God. It just is the way it is. It just, don't think about anything else. Thank you, Lord. It is so. Glory to God. This is just the way it is. I yield myself to you. Nothing else. I will not yield to sickness, disease, and, and any words of death. I yield myself to the words of life. I yield myself to the words of God. Praise God. <laughs> amen, 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 amen. And, uh, and, and it's, all, it's all good. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, that was, that's just pretty easy, isn't it? It's amazing how simple this gets every time we talk about it. It's amazing how the Lord doesn't want this to be difficult at all. Not difficult at all. Praise God. Father, we love you tonight. We're so thankful for what you're doing. Lord, give us eyes to see and ears to hear. Hearts, soft, pliable, open to you. Lord, may not an individual here have a dull heart. I thank you. Your words have gone forth. Your words have gone forth. Your words have gone forth. And healing is in, in those words. So already, already, your words are at work on the inside. And now the outside is automatically changing 
without effort, huh, without any human addition to what you've said. Your words have already, have already caused life instead of death. Praise God. Lord, we honor you. We worship you today. We thank you for what you're doing. <laughs> we thank you for your presence now. Glory to God. Thank you for what you're doing all across this room. All across this auditorium, Lord, your healing power is just naturally doing what it does. Naturally flowing. Naturally moving. Setting captives free. Bringing recovery of sight to the blind. Lord, opening ears and, and fixing hearts and lungs and blood pressure and just, just setting, setting for, that's just, that's just what, what's here. Healing and life everywhere. Lord, we just yield ourselves to you. I'm not going to add anything to it. Lord, you're enough for us. Your words are enough. Life, health, strength. In Jesus' name, we give you all the glory and all the praise today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sometimes when you're in, when you're in that place, you, 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 there needs to be a response that's verbal. And you can go ahead at any time if you need to. Nothing's out of place and out of order. What do I mean by that? Sometimes you, you just know, I need to say this out of my own mouth. I need to acknowledge this out of my own mouth. I need to praise the Lord out loud out of my own mouth. Thank you, Lord. And when you do, there's a release. There's a release because it's coming from the inside of you. It's coming from a place that's been changed. It's coming from a place of belief. And when that is spoken, a word spoken in faith produces a result uh, always, always does. And so you release that by faith through your own mouth. Praise God. Hallelujah. I can, see, I can sense that coming up as we were praising the Lord right there. Amen, amen. Father, thank you for what you're doing, for the work that you're doing in bodies, in, in, in really in hearts, but then by extension, in bodies right now. Glory to God. There's release, there's freedom, there's victory, there's answers. Hallelujah. Glory to God.